With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bradley J here with a full charge of sleep. I'm highly charged. And so is Craig Fitzgerald. Craig Fitzy Fitzgerald, a car guy from bestride.com. Tell him what bestride.com is. Well, we're a car buying service and we can help you find uh, all of the car stuff you'd be possibly interested in. So you're a rocking a new hat today. I do have a new hat. A I have hat. a main hat today. State of Maine. I was just up there a couple of weeks ago. We were up in Florida. Oh, Portland. yeah. You told me you were going on yeah, a vacay, a kind of thing yep, you do. Yep, a little family thing. Family. Yeah, Camping? Was, uh, no, no. We stayed in uh, in a beautiful hotel. We stay in the Hilton. In, in, uh, the uncamping experience in Maine. In Portland. Yep, right downtown. You love Portland. In uh, in the old port. Yeah. I do. I, it's it's one of my favorite cities, and I loved it even more this time. So you were not disappointed? No, not at it? all. What were some of your favorite activities and restaurants? Um, there's a restaurant called Monkey Paw up there that is absolutely tremendous. It's like kind of an Asian fusion kind of thing. I, I can't even describe it, really. Monkey I had, Paw. Yeah, fantastic. Did you, uh, you did you go to any place with fancy drinks? I know you don't drink fancy drinks, but um, just, I've seen drinks now for 14 bucks. Oh, yeah. And well, so me. my wife and I had this conversation like I, we we went to Monkey Paw and the four of us ate and the bill was eighty five dollars and for four people. Well, that's because and, and it was, it was like, I, why is this so cheap? And so she said, because you're not having, you know, five beers while you're sitting here. That's why you did dope <laughs> and beers now are nine dollars a piece. Yeah. What happened to that? I know. I know. I mean, you can still get a Narragansett for two dollars. Two. Well, you can. Yes. Yes, you two? can get a two. Yeah, you can get a two dollar Narragansett. Where? Uh, in Worcester, you can get a. $2. Are you positive? Yes. I need to. Yes. Hello, people. Is that true? Worcester, you can get a two dollar Narragansett. Yes, you can. Yep. I thought those days were gone. Yeah, actually, at the Hotel Vernon, you can get a two dollar uh, uh, Narragansett, or maybe a Pabst, or whatever. Whatever the cheap beer is, you can get for two. I'm the kind of idiot that would move my entire. <laughs> I'd move there because they have two dollar beers. Oh, you know, I'll take a. Thousand dollar flight to some country that has cheap beer. Yeah, right. So we have three basic things we're going to talk about tonight. <clears throat> one, in, in no particular order. One, the DMV or RMV, depending on where you are. You went recently. I did. I went today. I have to go within the next few days to get my license, my, my uh, fancy your real, real I, ID. Did you do that today? No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I registered uh, my new vehicle, by the way. Which we'll t- yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about. about that Ooh. later. But, uh, yeah, I went to register that. I did not get the real ID, and I'm, I am I want to talk about that. you got to know what you need oh, yeah. to when you show up there because three of the people that were in front of me in line. Banged out? Out. And because they don't read the form. It's pretty simple. Right. Just read the form, and it tells you exactly what you need. So, folks, have you but, had a recent uh, interaction with the RMV? And has anyone tried to get their real ID and failed or succeeded? Do you have any hints? Somebody gave me a hint. Maybe I called them up and they gave me a hint. You can do most of the process. You can do the whole process online, and it'll walk you through 
the you know your the the regular the regular the regular generic stuff, but then there's a categories of identification like proof of citizenship or proof of right. whatever, and you go through it online. You need one of these. Check which one you will bring. Right down in this section, you'll need one or two of these. Check which ones you're bringing. Yep. And so I kind of have it all set up. So, I mean, that that kind of leads me to my – one of my points with this experience that I had today was the the registry – It it I, I literally stood there at the counter in a cold sweat because every time I go in there, I end up having a fight with the guy at the counter because – you know, some, you know, oh, no, 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 you know, this is this is in pen over here, and it's supposed to be in pencil. In, in blue pen, yeah, right. not black pen. Right. And, and that has been my experience my entire life. So, like, public speaking doesn't bother me anymore. Going to the registry, it's like I get the flop sweats going in there. <laughs> and the experience this time was markedly different. Markedly different. Because People you seemed, had your act together or because no, they, uh, the system was different? I think that they've turned a corner in understanding that they're a customer service agency. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. They, they're they taking money from people. And, and, like, I paid attention to the transactions that were on either side of me, and they were both positive, even though – the one guy they they turned away because something was wrong with his paperwork. The guy was apologetic. He was like, "I'm sorry, you're gonna have to go through this. You're gonna have to do that. Um, you know, I've filled out your paperwork for you here. Here's what you need." It was great, great. First time anyone ever said that, right? Great. And, and then you know, I'm standing there, and there's you know the 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 columns that hold the roof up. You know, the, and and on every one of those columns, there's a sign that says "Free Wi-Fi." We'll we will take. A credit card for any transaction, which I think I don't think that's a new thing. I think they've been doing that for a while. But I remember going in there when they wouldn't take anything but a check for sales tax. Nothing. They wouldn't take cash. They wouldn't take a credit card. Nothing. It was check. That, that was it. Because I don't so have you, checks. I well, do so you'd have to go banking. in there with like two different types of financial transactions just huh. to get through one thing. So that's good. Yeah, I really good. Online, they, it's it's. A lot, but it's not confusing. They have yes. it step by step. You must do this. Yep. And I've had to research Medicare, for example, for family members. Yes. And that is a, a labyrinth. Yep. Confusing and bad. And uh, I would say that the RMV now is head and shoulders above that. Yeah. Experientially. I have a question, though. And in regards, and you may know the answer to this. And somebody else out there might know the answer to this, and I haven't talked about it on the radio. I wear corrective lenses. Yes. As do I. I can see. I can, I practically have x-ray vision at <laughs> like, whatever that is, 15 feet, or what, yeah. what you would need for driving. Right. I can. I, my vision's getting better. Straight. Yep. And it, it's not an unheard of thing because right. As when you're young and you get older and older, you, you get more and more nearsighted. But when you get a certain age, <clears throat> you, you start to shrink. And your eyeball starts to shrink, too. Yeah. And your vision gets better. Yep. <clears throat> so that's happened. And I did have shrunk, by the way, a shocking inch or so. Yeah. I, th- I thought it would be a little tiny bit. Went to the doctor. They said, uh, you're 5'9", or something like that. Said, <laughs> yeah, well, wait sorry, a there's a mistake here. <laughs> yeah. They go, well, you shrink. Really? That much? An inch and a half? Yeah. That's, that's pretty. How can that be? That's pretty amazing. 
I can't really be. It still must be. <clears throat> must be five. I'm bigger than five nine. Not a, not the five nine is bad. Right. So where was I? Okay. But I cannot see up close. Right. So my my worry is the machine they have. You know, it's a machine. You're looking into a little machine. Whatever the yeah. letters they have can't be that far away. They might be. It looks like the letters might be a foot away or six inches away. And I'm thinking that if they're measuring your driving distance in a machine that really measures you close, everyone would fail. There must be some sort of compensation inside the machine. So I just, I was behind somebody who was getting their eye test for their real ID. And all they asked them was, do you see lights flashing? <laughs> like you stick your face in this thing and they, do you see flashing lights? Yes. Okay. You're good. What if you don't see it? Should you just say yes? I don't yes? know. I think maybe you should just say yes. <laughs> I think maybe they change it up every 12th customer, you know? Like, they don't turn the flashing lights on. Yes, I see them. Oh, you're out of here, buddy. Really? I don't know. But, you, you know. see flashing lights? Right. That was it? That was it. That was it. I, so, I don't remember the last time. I mean, it was four or five years go, ago. Do you see peripherally? They didn't say anything. I no, it was quick. And I so a husband and wife were in line in front of me. They were both getting their real IDs and they were out of there in two minutes. So it was nothing complicated. So this is a big thing coming up. The, you know, the real ID. Yeah. I have to go deal with the man. It's I'm, I'm dreading it. Well, so now here's and another I'm, tip. I'm putting it off. I'm procrastinating. Do you have AAA? I, I am on someone else's AAA. Okay. Does that count? You can go to the AAA office locally and get your real id you don't have to go to the registry they're going to want all the same stuff all though. the same stuff but you know the registries tend to be pretty busy now i went in there today the day of a snowstorm there was nobody in there i mean i i waited i was out i was in and out of the registry today in 27 minutes with new plates that's unheard of that has to be some kind of a state record wow okay so quick Right. They, yeah. So anybody, have you had a recent transaction at the RMV? Was it as, as glowing as Craig's? And what about this eye test? Does anybody know about the machine? Does it compensate? Are you re you can't really be looking at little letters eight inches away from your eye because anybody because that would not test your your driving vision. That would test your close up reading vision. Right. 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 So <laughs> I mean that, that I don't think that they're testing for. I, I don't remember even. Like a letter chart. Ever? Like, can you see the, you know, remember the, I remember the eye test that they used to give me in elementary school. You see the apple on the table? Like, yeah, okay, you're, you're good. You know, like that was, that was pretty much the extent of it. Have you had a hearing test? No. And I'm. You're not looking forward to it? I'm actually thinking about it because I know I'm, I'm, I'm getting deaf. deaf in one ear. It's kind of a bummer when they're like, all right, let me know when you hear a sound. And. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like and nothing's happening. At you expectantly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, oh, nothing, right? And then you go, little feet, and they said to me, "Well, you have, you know, like rock and roll hearing, right? There's some notch in your hearing that you can't hear, and I yeah. think it's right around where people's voices are, right? Probably like three k. I don't know because, you know, sometimes you're going, huh? So I have I I have realized that I'm my wife obviously has known I've lost my hearing are you saying, for the last ten are you years. Saying, what? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Well, so so every morning we wake up and and uh, the the radio goes on 
you know, clock radio goes on. And uh, I, if I am on my left side, I, I can't hear the radio. Ooh. Yeah. So, I mean, I know I've got some issues going but, on. But. So they, what if you find out you don't have great hearing? You're not going to do anything differently. Probably not. Why gonna, do you need to know that? I'm not going to get hearing aids right away, but at some point or another, I would probably need to That's get That's something you could totally procrastinate on, I think. Yeah. It used to be a fun fun to diss the RMV, but now it seems though they've turned the corner and they're, people are having good experiences. How about yourself? Have you had a good experience? Have you dealt with the real ID yet? You don't have to get a real ID. Am I, am I correct in that if you do not get one, you cannot fly. Correct. Period. Correct. So if you don't have that document, all, all those documents, you can't fly. Right. Right. So you'd need some other form of ID to, to get on a plane. But that's not going to do it or though, whatever, because right? Because you it's not you need a real ID. Right. I mean, a passport's not going to do it anymore, right? Well, no. I think that's. I think with a passport you can fly. Oh. Because you know nobody. I mean, nobody coming into the into the United States would be able to fly out if they just right. had their, you know, they they wouldn't have a real ID, right? I guess. So I think I think you know, as long as you get your passport, you're good. But there's no reason not to get a real ID, and I think unless you're 60, fifty bucks, which a conspiracy is surprisingly, surprisingly low. Yeah, I mean, it's just like getting your license renewed, and fifteen dollars you know? for the motorcycle. Endorsement. Endorsement. Correct. Which you yep. wouldn't have expected I have. You would not have yeah. thought that, right? No, I'm surprised to hear that. Because I'm risk you think after that Bradley J is risk averse. After my after my you 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 kind of wagged your finger at me the last time I was here saying uh you know, you you take care of yourself and then you're out riding around on a motorcycle. That seems like a kind of a risky I, behavior for you. Well <laughs> I don't know if it was a finger <laughs> wag, it was just an inconsistency. Yeah. Like I'm you're gonna right. get Organic rice cakes. <laughs> I don't want to get those terrible, dangerous, regular rice cakes. <laughs> those GMO <laughs> rice cakes, yeah. But then you're out on a, in a super fast motorcycle. Right around traffic. So, yeah, it's pretty inconsistent. Yeah, I guess you're right. I do wear I'm a not, good helmet. Okay. And a good, have a, good riding your head gear. head will be left <laughs> <laughs> intact. <laughs> All right, next. Uh, the... The truck, the cyber truck. Yes. It's a big thing, the cyber truck and its Ford competition. Correct. So talk all about the cyber truck. So Any this is uh this is Tesla's latest uh preview from the LA Auto Show, which is it's 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 rather interesting that they deb debuted this thing at the auto show because he's been Tesla has been um really outside the automotive media mainstream and this was specifically to get that thing in front of the media um they've really kept them at arm's length they don't that like i've never driven one because they've never invited me to drive one and and they've invited very few press people to so it was interesting that they decided to do that and the design like it has been roundly criticized um it's it's an odd looking thing it looks like like an 8-bit graphics out of a out of a you know a video game from the 90s and it's got a very sharp peaked roof to it which uh i think is my biggest my biggest criticism but at the auto show they showed 
um, two two features of this thing. One of which was it's made out of sort of dent resistant panels. So they had uh, Elon Musk's um, lackey smash the side of the thing with a baseball bat and it didn't dent, which was so great. So you could throw wood in it, and right? Stuff. Correct. But then they also suggested that it had shatterproof glass. Bulletproof. Bulletproof, whatever. And then they hucked a, a steel ball at it, and both of the windows <laughs> smashed instantly. So that was rather a, that was a failure. Practiced. They should have practiced. practiced that a little bit more before they decided to do it. You know, it's like being a lawyer. You never ask any, any questions you don't know the answers to, you know. And uh, it's it seems like it's people – talk, people talked about it's dark – purposes like a, a a truck for armageddon the truck for the the apocalypse bulletproof and yeah i, I don't of, know i don't know how that works when you need to plug it in right, right? Yeah. when the infrastructure has gone down completely yeah i don't yeah and it was it was hilarious seeing the the commentary on that because one guy was like well no no you could hook up some kind of a bicycle kind of charger thing and you could ride the bicycle and charge the thing up it's like I, I have had an electric Kia Soul plugged in in my house for 12 hours and not gotten a full charge. You would ride a bicycle for 100,000 miles <laughs> before you try fully charge the batteries in that thing. So they tr do they try to make it look like that kind of Mad Maxi like well, post, like survivalist vehicle? I think that I think that has been kind of the you know the the not stated image of this thing. And then, you know, all your online uh, keyboard commandos that like to talk about these things. Yes, they have taken that up as their, you know, this is this is going to be the vehicle of the of the revolution. But because it's electric, it won't be. Well, it won't no, be. How can it be? There can be no mad. It'd be, it'd be mad, a, mad, lot, a lot easier to find gasoline than it would to be right. to find, you know. In, in the movie with that car, the Mad Max equivalent, they'll be searching for electricity and never, right. never find it. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you think you think you know coal-fired electric plants are going to be around? It seems like those would be the first thing to go down, right? So it it is attractive, and then it goes from zero to sixty in two point nine seconds. Yep, fast. Um, the towing should be tremendous uh, because you know those electric motors are all about torque. So the towing should be great, but. This is not. A, this is a car company that's made very few vehicles. Uh, yeah, you know, and and that's the thing. Like I've I've always kind of felt like when Ford Motor Company really really gets interested in building an electric vehicle, they're going to build one, and it's going to be great. It's going to work all the time, and they'll build half a million. Yes, and and uh, the build quality will be great. I mean, that's the thing with the Tesla is they're they're. I guess they're fine vehicles, but the build quality doesn't look all that good to me. It just, they just don't look as, it's not like buying a BMW. It's you, priced like a BMW. You haven't been up close to it, have you? Oh, yeah, I have. So it's fit and finish? Is fit and finish is a little off. It's not great. It's really not great. It's not competitive. But people are willing to overlook it because they're early adopters. And, the, you know, it's like, it's like all of the things you're willing to accept with an iPhone because it's cooler than... Right, iPhone is not good for talking on the phone. Not great, really not great. <laughs> you know, it's like its its initial purpose is a failure. Right. So it's it's like you know you're willing to overlook those things because you're a t tech person or whatever it's, it is. It's coming to the show. Is it is it still concepty or is it actually going to get made? 
So it's tough to tell. I mean, I would not put it past Tesla to build that thing as is. Um, you know, that's I, I, I have I have no reason to doubt that the, I, I, I've doubted plenty of what they've put out and all of it has come to fruition. It's just slower than they usually like it always takes more time. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to be building 100,000 of these things by the end of the year, and that never happens. So electric I mean, cars go 250 miles an hour. That's enough. That's far enough for people plenty, to buy them. Plenty. And um, what about the cost of this thing? We have 45 seconds. 40 seconds. What's the cost of the? Uh, you know, so initial cost is like 55 grand, but that's like that's not the high-performance one. It's not the, you know, it, that's like entry level. So not super expensive i don't think at all if it were a priority a, a normal working stiff could get one yes correct uh, it'll be interesting someday to see one craig fitzgerald bestride.com is with us we'll talk more about best ride i want to make sure we make it worthwhile if you come it's in. always worthwhile come in here okay i understand you were you ran into somebody and they heard you on the program or they heard you mentioned on the No, program? yeah, last Mike Plow guy actually was uh, listening to the show last night and somebody apparently called in and said, "Where's Craig the car guy?" and you said it's the wrong night. Call back tomorrow. All right. <laughs> so we have Mike in Maine. Hello, Micah. Hey, Mike. Good morning, Bradley, and hello, Craig. I'm calling up because uh, I got some answers for you about Real ID and, and how they measure your eyes at the DMV. Uh -huh. I also have a question for Craig. I really need Craig's help. Okay. Um, but let, let me start with the answers. Uh, the Real ID, um, Bradley, you already have a passport. You don't need to get it at all until your driver's license expires, so relax. Well, my driver's uh, license expires in a week. Yeah, then, you know, bring the stuff, get the Real ID. It's going to be a lot easier. But if you're flying... You can always use your, if you're flying, you can always use your passport to get on a plane, and you don't even need it until October of next year. October of 2020 is when it goes into effect. Okay. But if you don't have the real ID driver's license, you can use your passport. You can use, uh, if you have a trusted traveler's card, like Global Entry or something, you can use that. Military ID, active duty or retired. You're going to have to have an official ID that truly identifies you. And if you have a passport from overseas, that's fine too. But uh, but you're good until October, and eventually, you know, get your real ID if you don't have a passport, and you will not be able to fly after next October if you don't have either a passport or a real ID. Yeah, my Got birthday's it. coming up. I have to get a new license, so I might as well do it now. Absolutely. Now tell me about the uh, then, uh, vision thing, the machine. Well, you know how you use a magnifying glass, and it makes a, you're looking through a lens, and it makes things look closer. You can make a lens that makes things look further away, and that's exactly what it is. It's just lenses inside that, that for, makes your eye trick into looking at the distance, and that's all that's happening. It's nothing really fancy. Yeah, but so it will, if I can see really great at 20 feet, it'll reproduce 20 feet, and I will be able to see it, that thing well? It should be just fine. Okay. And the other thing that happens, at least what happened for me and what typically happens, as we get older, we develop cataracts, whether we want to or not. It's just one of those things that happens. And as you develop cataracts, it changes the shape of your lens. I wear glasses, but I was able to take them off and take the test without them because, and they, they let me take it twice if I needed to, but I was able to pass without needing the glasses. And I need the glasses because I could just see far enough with that without the glasses. So the restriction is not my license anymore. Oh, good. Yeah, but I'm wicked. I'm very nearsighted. So I, I don't well, mind. That's why, that's why when we're talking to you on the air, it always feels like you're so near to us, Brad. <laughs> there you go. That's right. 
But Craig, this is what I need your help with. If 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 you, if you can help me with this, I have an aunt who's 83 years old. Okay. With a 2011 Rav4 that she shouldn't she shouldn't be driving anyway. But she says this is way too big for her, and she can't see. She's backed into people. She's driven into people. She has no idea where she is. Yeah. She wants to get a new car. Now she's also you got to respect. She's terrified of technology. Okay. She won't get a smartphone. She won't use a computer. Uh, uh, if she gets a touchscreen in the car, it's going to freak her out. Really, what would be the best for her, if she doesn't want to spend a lot of money, is the Nissan Leaf, if she would do it, because she doesn't go very far. Yeah. She could plug it in. It would cost her nothing. And if she got a used Nissan Leaf, you know, it would oh, be just perfect Oh, next to free. Yeah, I know. They're so cheap. Because you lose. Unbelievable. You, you do, on the used market, you do lose the, the federal tax credit, which she doesn't care. So the the idea is that they're that they're almost free used, but you know that 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 the touch screen touch screens and all that kind of stuff like it's getting tough to find anything without yeah. a lot of that stuff. And so I'm trying to think about what she she'd like to get. She can't step down into a car. She's yep. got to be able to step up into it. She needs something with a. She can't get a really low pan, and she's going to need something conventional, maybe used, maybe new. But she doesn't want to spend you know twenty thousand dollars would be a lot. Yep. What do you suggest I have her look at? I would suggest taking a look at the the uh, Kia Soul, and I recommend this to a lot of older drivers because it's super easy to get into. The there there's no uh, overhang over the rear wheels, so basically, you know, like where the rear wheels are is where the vehicle ends. So it becomes very easy to kind of navigate with that, and it's um it's it's just an easy to get in and out of vehicle, um and they're not expensive. Like brand new, you can buy one. You know, the 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 entry level model for something like eighteen grand, I think. I, I'll I'll verify that, but they're cheap. They're one of the they're one of the cheapest vehicles you can buy in that class. They're front wheel drive. There's an all wheel drive coming, but you don't care about that. She lives in Boca Raton, so oh, it's no problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, yeah. I, I've kind of gone through this with my own mom. She's she just turned ninety and and has and has decided she doesn't want to drive anymore. So uh, we we were about to get her another car, and she decided against that but uh she drove a beetle actually and and loved it um which was relatively small easy to get in and out of uh tough back seat and the other thing that she found out pretty quickly was the tailgate opens really high so she actually she had to the guy at the dealership tied a string on the handle so that she could, she could pull the <laughs> pull the tailgate down because she's about my mom's about like four foot nine now uh so you know, it, it's a challenge for older drivers, especially with all the touchscreen stuff. Uh, it's non-friendly. Yeah, what are the controls like in the Kia Soul? There, so so if I remember correctly, uh, now so the, the 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 Kia Soul is is now in a new generation. Um, I if I remember correctly, I'll have to look at the dash again, but I think you know radio controls and heat controls and all that kind of stuff, especially in the lower trims are all knobs and buttons. Uh, so that's a good thing. The radio control, like changing stations and stuff, may have a touchscreen, but in the low trim, I, I don't think so. I'll look at some pictures um, uh, at the break here and, and see if I can figure out what the dash looks like. Um, Craig, I think you've solved my problems. They're a pretty good vehicle, and, and I, I really I recommend them to a lot of people. 
I hope, uh, that, would I hope be great. that works and, out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't, uh, you know, I, I, the reliability would be good, but she's not going to keep it for more than five years. I can't imagine. So that's and they're I'm not super reliable. Be nasty. They're super they? reliable cars. Yeah. Yeah. The key, the key is, you know, like Kia's and Hyundai's, they had, a, you know, years and years ago, had a bad reputation for quality, but they are a quality vehicle. Now you, you wouldn't, you would be hard pressed to find the difference between that and the Toyota. That's great. Thank you so much. You That's absolutely it. super. Really appreciate it. Not a you guys problem. have a great night. Thanks, Micah. Thanks. Micah's a good guy. By the way, Micah, the- Micah's involved with a uh, podcast called AirplaneGeeks.com. He's oh, a, cool. He's a, an aircraft fanatic. Yep. Like fanatic. You know, it'd be interesting to talk about what, like, I mean, I'm having this conversation with my mom about what she possibly would have been interested in driving. Like when you get into your 80s and you're still with it and you can still, she was a good driver even at 89. Uh, you know, like what, what's what's out there for you that doesn't have all of this technology stuff? That not much, uh, right? The key is not a lot. The low there's trim. not a lot. Like low trims of everything are pretty technology free, but there's also some technology that I think can really help older drivers, like like automatic emergency braking. If your if your reaction times are slowed a bit. Auto, auto emergency braking is a perfect bit of technology for you. Like younger drivers and older drivers, it's, it's, I mean, it's going to help everybody, but especially those groups of people. And if there's a touchscreen, can't you just ignore it? You have to use the touchscreen? So well, some to, vehicles to you have stuff? to. Like, like you know, they're on the, on the um, a lot of the Honda vehicles specifically, like you have to learn how to navigate that touchscreen. Um, the infinite, some of the infinity stuff is maddening. Um, or uh, I'm sorry, Acura, Acura. Some of their, some of their stuff is maddening to work with. You have to learn how to use that. It's very frustrating. I don't know why they decided to go that way, but it is what it is. So I, I, I think, you know, my, my mom cannot work an iPhone, can't do it. So I can't expect that she would go out and buy a car and, and be able to work with all of this stuff as she's hurtling down the road at 42 miles an hour. I'm trying to, do you think she can't or just subconsciously won't? Because, I, I mean, you push, both. A, you push a button. Right. And then you push another button, and there's your email. So the problem with my with my mom is that when there's, a, there's something to touch or something to push, she pushes on it. Like literally, physically like, pushes uh, on not the not a, but does not have a gentle touch on that, and it just doesn't work. Like I bought her an iPad, and it was like, I she had it for a month and gave it back to me. It's like I can't I can't make this thing work. So now my mother in law is pretty close to my mother's age. She's got to be eighty four five something like that. <laughs> working working with an iPhone all the time. I mean, loves it. Would be lost without it, I think. So, I, I don't know. I think there's a there's a want want to use part of this that that she just doesn't have. You know, I feel like my iPhone's new, but it's an eight. Yeah. So it's it's three old. I think this is a two. I don't know. I don't it's know what like, this. My my daughter makes brick. fun of me. It's like a brick. Yeah, I know. My daughter's always making fun of me it's on like my a, stupid phone. You know, and. It, and I would never change it, except what they will do is make it not work make very it right, well, which right. I'm starting to notice now. Some things are kind of buggy. Yep. But I also haven't updated the operating system because I I hate updating operating systems. Right. Because in on my computer with all the things like 
the music making software stuff when you update the operating system all of a sudden third Things party plugins right. are no longer compatible right uh, yeah so i'm i'm at the point where i'm getting a new phone too pretty quickly and i'm not sure what i'm going to get i think my wife just got an 8 will it come to the point where a car is really a phone yeah do you know what i mean yeah it's yeah kind of a, no well that's the thing it's a phone is, that has wheels on it yep. kind of yep and they need to be able to integrate with each other um so yeah, it's getting tricky for like all the transportation people, will become the secondary part. It's right, the the primary part will be the how it works with your phone. Your phone, yeah. I mean, it's almost it's almost to the point where, as far as movement and driving a car, it's a lot of stuff is pretty similar. Right. Yes, exactly. That's that's the so thing. The like, difference is we, the we, tech. We talked about this before. It's like the the difference in technology between the ultimate high-end luxury cars and the very entry-level cars there's no difference anymore like you you have all the same stuff and in a ford focus that you would in the most expensive mercedes speaking of mercedes you're driving one and that we'll talk about it that that at some point there's some yes pluses but and some, some minuses some wicked minuses yep and then we'll go to my after this break we'll go to marcus in new york on wbz Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We have Craig Fitzgerald at BestRide.com. He's, he's got an announcement to make about something he's agreed to do later. I hope oh. you'll... I'm gonna get, you're gonna get. I'm gonna be committed now. Committed, yeah. First, we go to Marcus in New York. How you doing, Marcus? Hey, Marcus. Yeah, how you doing? How you Good. doing? What's happening? Good. I have a question. What do you think about that uh, the new Corvette they got that mid-engine one? Uh, so I haven't driven it yet. Um, this has been coming for a long, long, long time. Uh, they were supposed to have a mid-engine. I mean, as far back as the 1970s, uh, when mm-hmm. the, when the C4 came out, they were talking about a mid-engine for that car. It's uh, it looks great. Um, you know, some of the big controversy about it is that you can only get it with an automatic transmission, uh, which you know that's true of all supercars. At, at this point, you really can't buy a, a manual transmission in anything. Like, but you know, aside from a Porsche, um, they still they still offer manuals and a lot of stuff. But the automatic that's in the Corvette is phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. I love the design. I think it looks great. I'm pretty excited about the technology, uh, about the the construction technology that that went into making that. Uh, it mm-hmm. it really, th- my understanding is. They went as far as they could performance-wise with a front engine in that car. And they really wanted to step into the realm of cars like Ferrari and, and Lamborghini. And there's no way to do that when, when the engine's in the front of the car. So I, I think that's all positive. Yep. I have another question on that. 
Isn't it been long overdue since, uh, isn't it time for Opal to come up with their own model, like their own poor man's Corvette, like the original Opal GT? The GT, yeah, exactly. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be great. I mean, I, I, you know, Opal is pretty much pretty much history at this point, which is sad to me. Um, some of those cars from the 70s I loved. I thought the Manta was great. But, yeah, you know, it would be cool to see. So, on the one hand, it would be cool to see a lower price Corvette, but I don't know how much lower you get. <laughs> I mean that that car's fifty nine grand. It's it's well, to me that's a steal. Uh, Supercar. Yeah. They could they could throw an alpha uh, alpha V six engine in there and you get they had well the attention to detail because I I noticed that for a small car company they didn't their details right on. Oh, alpha, you mean? No, I mean uh, um, uh, Opal. Opal, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so in the seventies those cars were amazing. And then a lot of the cool stuff that came along in the early 2000s from GM was mm -hmm. Opel based. You know that that was a lot of stuff that came from from their from GM's German division. But they've kind of like they've they've that that division has kind of gone away at this point, which is unfortunate. Uh, I always thought it was a great. I always thought it was a great brand, and it just never took off here. You remember they used to sell them through Buick dealers, which didn't make any sense at all. You know, yes. I have a question. Quick question: Is Simca still in business? Simca, I don't know if they are or not. <laughs> They're another one. That's like it was an, like in the seventies. You had you had access to all of these crazy European brands here, and yeah. uh, I, it's unfortunate that we you know now there's like you know four car companies basically, and it's like that's all you get to choose from. You know. Yeah. Thanks, Marcus. What town yeah. are you calling from in New York? Oh, Middleport. Up here, uh, Niagara County near Lake Ontario. Okay. Well, thanks for checking in. Yeah, thanks a lot. Okay. Take care. Okay, we've got uh, five minutes or so. So the Corvette, we... First of all, the Opal, I think there was an Opal Cadet, right? Opal Cadet, which My was their kind of small sedan, which I, uh, you know, a little two-door sedan, yeah. which I loved. And, the and then they had they had a wagon version of that, which I thought was a great looking car. And then the GT was a uh, it was a two seat um, sports car, really magnet, cool Girl looking magnet. little car. Yeah, yeah. There really was a guy neat. in my high school, Irvin, not Irving, Irvin, Irvin. He had one, and it couldn't be beat. Yeah, they were a really cool little car. Now the the front suspension in that car was a little simplistic. It was uh, it was not a sports car front suspension in that car. It was kind of odd. And then the, they also had a sport coupe called the Manta, which was, to me, every bit as cool as a BMW it a, 2002. It was an interesting-looking thing. Great-looking car. And I, I, I think it was a better car in a lot of ways than the 2002 was. You got a five-speed transmission, fully independent suspension. Um, you know, I, I thought they were great. And I love the interiors. I thought they were really good-looking cars. So I would, I you know, to me, everybody remembers the GT. I would take the Manta all day. And they're hard to find. They really are. They're starting to get expensive. And where was Opel originally from? Germany. A German? Yeah. Okay. So they were a German brand uh, and an independent German brand for, for, you know, the early part of its history. But then G it became GM's German division. And they were a powerful division in Europe. All right. Now a note about transmissions. 
I understand that the automatic transmission now shifts faster than any human could. Correct. And so, performance-wise, the manual underperforms now a an automatic. Correct. And often gets lower fuel economy, which is interesting. But, but here's the thing. I go to a casino. I go to a slot, a one-armed bandit. I needed to have an arm. <laughs> yeah. The, the yeah, front right. of a slot machine. Right. Is to yank the handle. Yep. Just pushing the button, even though the button's faster, sticking your card in, push the button. It's not fun. And even though the others are, that the automatic transmission is more efficient and better and higher performance, if you have, I have a sports card, I want to crank, I want to pull There's the some, handle. There out. is something to be said for a manual transmission. Having that control. Yep. yep. And so, so if I was going to buy a brand new Wrangler slash Durango, I would buy a stick. Okay. And it doesn't make any sense to, but I would still do it. Because that's <laughs> why you right. have that vehicle. Right. All right, Greg Fitzgerald, bestride.com, as always. Such a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're welcome. It's WBZ. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.